1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Jack Ramsey's Post Game Show. Danny Mereng, Brandon Sprague. <sighs> the tank, well, the treads have found their way back on. You love to see it. Trouble is just uh, I don't know, stick-to-itiveness. <laughs> For those listening on the podcast version, Brandon's cat just casually walked across the table right in front of him. Just perfect timing.
2: My pussy just went right in front of the screen, just like... <laughs> It's just uh, absolutely great timing. Um, you did know, not the... did not
1: break stride. Just, excuse hey, me, <laughs> pardon
2: me. Here he comes. He's coming back. Yep, there he, <laughs> he goes again. Oh, cool, Jay. There's old cool, Jay. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the podcast for animals anyway, right? So, <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it
1: is. It is. We, we need to make more animals appear. Uh, Blazers fall 122-113. Uh, Josh Hart follows up his career best 44 with another 30-point, 31-point effort. Um, Started off just unbelievable, 7 of 9 from the field and, what, 25 points at the half. Uh, Just incredible. Only 6 points in the second half, thankfully, Um, (laughs) because uh, it got a little bit dicey. The Blazers were up as much as 15, I believe, in the game. Uh, The Hawks went on a couple monster runs, and then, um, you know, the NBA-level talent took over. Mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of where we found ourselves and that's kind of the recipe for success here is that the uh the trailblazers are the young guys look well enough to to compete and not get embarrassed because it turns out um you don't actually get bonus losses for losing by 30 or 40
2: more points did you know that brandon no i knew that um i will say though despite your comment there come on like we're living in a little bit of uncomfortable feeling with this Mm -hmm. right like this is what's insane. They are purposely sitting Anthony Simons down right now. Mm-hmm. They obviously shut Dame Nurk Winslow. They're you know they're not even going to entertain every the notion.
1: contracted like long term NBA player yes. that will be on this team next year is sat down outside of Josh Hart uh, and Watford.
2: Right, but but that's the thing is like even despite that. You've got Watford having a hell of a run right now. Yes. And he he deserves a lot of credit for the way he's playing. He looks like a real dog. Speaking of animals, we got a dog on the team. <laughs> Josh Hart is continuing his hot streak right now. And, you know, I'm not telling you that it means anything for the future, but Keon Johnson, Brandon Williams, Elijah Hughes hit a pull-up three in transition today. It, it's a team of, and even Eubanks, like, it's kind of a group of dudes that are putting forth a, a good enough effort where if you play the bad teams, you're going to get them. And and this is what's nuts to me, Danny, is they 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 can't win another game. Like I think they're to the point where they need to do what they can to lose every single game. But yet I don't know what other solution they have. Yeah, because you're not going to go well. Trenton Wofford's injured today. He's yeah. going to sit. Uh, maybe play Blevins more. But this team, this team fights. This team fights, yeah. and they're going to catch a couple teams that are on their schedule coming up.
1: I think the front office is rewarding the guys who have, who have fought, which is why you're not seeing Blevins, why you're not seeing Elijah Hughes get a ton of minutes. I think you're seeing Josh Hart was probably a little bit frustrated. I would imagine coming into the situation. He's, he's, he's a pro like he sh- he should not be going through this, but they need him to, they, they need him as a body. Like they need him to be a guy. Um, They just kind of had to figure some things out. So it's going to be really interesting to see kind of how they go. I I would imagine that they're going to be in some games, but also I think that this is very easily, the easiest way to explain this all the way is, is that if Josh Hart isn't shooting lights out, they aren't even in games. They're getting blown out. The thing is, he has been very good. He is (laughs) the four game winning streak they had before the all-star break. And then the subsequent five games where they got schlacked, And then the last two games, What has been the consistent thread that you can pull on? Josh Hart and Hart. Yeah, Yeah. I've been good. And so you've got those guys just out there um, getting it done. And we kind of joked about it during the watch party. This is like the sixth version of the Blazers' one two punch this year. It's not Damon CJ or Damon Nurk or Ant and Dame or Ant and CJ or CJ and Norm or Ant and Nurk. (laughs) We're down to Josh Hart and Trent and Watford. And kudos to those guys. But man alive! Like it's this is the uh, this is a Monty Python skit at this point. You know they, they're going to gum you to death.
2: Well, you asked a poll question during the game, and I we talked about it on the live watch party. I voted. You said how many players, given Westbrook's <laughs> usage, you know, opportunities, yeah. his usage, would be having a better season than him? And and I I think the number was over fifty percent. Josh Hart is somebody that like, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but the Lakers would sure love to have Josh Hart instead of Russell Westbrook right now. Yeah. We you. might even feel differently about their odds as a play-in team. If they had Josh Hart and not Russell Westbrook, which is insane. A, it says a lot more about Westbrook, honestly, than it does even Hart as well as he's playing. But uh, look, if if him and Watford are going to keep giving buckets like this, they're they're going to beat the Spurs. They're going to beat the Rockets. They're going to beat Oklahoma city. And, That's the Pistons are coming up. That's that's their schedule, man. They got these teams and the Pacers. You've got the the
1: Knicks, Nets, Pacers and Pistons in your next four. Did you look at that? I'm prepared for the schedule, Brandon.
2: Yep. Yeah. Look at you. You finally did it. We have 15 games left. and You know it by heart now. But look, I'm going to be a little downer here. I'm going to go downer Danny here. I, you have to lose those that Pacer game. You got to do what you can to lose these games because these are teams that you're tanking against. Yeah. These are teams you're up against in the draft odds.
1: Speaking of draft odds, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and pop that air horn. <laughs> What time is it? It is time for Tankathon. All right. Big money, big money, big money. No whammies. This is what we do after every Blazers loss as they're chasing ping pong balls. And Portland moves up to the number three pick. Yeah. New Orleans's pick lands number one. So the Blazers lose that pick in this scenario. That's okay.
2: You take number three all day, that, all day. That's kind of an
1: interesting scenario. Are you okay getting the number three?
2: Yes. If it means
1: you lose the other pick.
2: Well, I think you got to accept the fact that there's a possibility you lose that pick. Like I think we're really banking on that pick to land. I, I'm not going to put it past New Orleans if BI can come back for them to make the playoffs and win the play in. But I also wouldn't be the most shocked if somehow that pick did not convey to Portland if it fell at 15 or if it fell uh, at four or higher. So I think you got to go into it with an open mind of there's a possibility this pick's really not Portland's at all, as you want it to convey. But if Portland got three, I think this is the kind of draft you can make a real argument that three might be the better spot than one. Because this is a draft where, yeah, maybe Chet by draft time will be the consensus best player in this draft, okay? And if that happens, then you got to figure it out. But if it's not, it's a debate between him and, and Jabari and some of these other guys, you know – Danny I, I think it might end up being better to be three than one sometimes we've seen in past drafts being one it puts a special pressure on you like you you can't fuck that up you can't miss that player you you got to get the right guy sorry for my f-bomb but oh, you should you got it oh, <laughs> obviously you got to get the right guy whereas three it kind of starts to you know yeah it starts to show you who you're getting anyway.
1: Yeah. uh, Quick deviation here real quick, because um, the NCAA is coming up. We'll we'll get back into it real quick. But we're talking about the top three picks. Uh, Portland, with the regional selections, is going to have the probably top two centers Mm -hmm. in the draft in Portland. Yep. So there's an opportunity, if Memphis can get the upset in their first-round matchup, That they will then take on Gonzaga, and you will have Jalen Duren, all 7 foot, 270 pounds of him. He is a grown-ass man, uh, the most grown-ass man, probably in college basketball right now, which is terrifying for an 18-year-old, against Chet Holmgren, Mm -hmm. who all of the thing that everybody wants to say, he's too skinny, he can't do this, he can't do that. I don't know what he can do. I I haven't seen him up against the real NBA competition.
2: Well, and and as questionable as we talk about Chet, Chet seems to be the lightning rod of the draft. I love that we we don't have those same things. At least I'm not hearing the narrative about Jalen. I'm not. You don't hear as much of the narrative about Jabari. Auburn got bounced in that SEC tournament mm-hmm. a little earlier than they should have. I I don't hear it about them. And I'm not saying they're they deserve it, but like Chet's thing is he's skinny. If Chet weighed 20 more pounds, I I don't know if we're Discussing him outside of like, hey, it's the white guy. Do you want the white guy in a yeah. predominantly, overwhelmingly black league? Sure, there's an inherent risk with that. I think for most people, but I we we nitpick about the the frame, and yet, you know, Memphis has been largely a disappointing team this year. I I'm not convinced they'll beat Boise State. By the way, which what's that say about Penny and that talent that they can't get that together? Boise State's really well coached by they're, they're good. They're Leon good. Program. Rice. Um, and so, even if you got to it, I'd want to see Jalen against Chet. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, but I mean, that's funny. gonna be some tape
1: that you want to see. Like, if, if, you, if you're trying to, as a general manager, or a scout, or whatever, if you're trying to alleviate some doubt, or you're trying to add more doubt to Chet Holmgren, hell, maybe you want some smoke screens. Maybe your franchise is like, yes, yes, good. Look at Chet get bodied by the big man. You don't believe in him. Run away from him. Let him let let, let him fall to us. Like, I mean, like, there's so many. So many different ways uh, that this could go. And I, I just, I think that matchup, I hope it it, it pans out.
2: Uh, I, I do too. I just, I want to hear the noise on other guys because it feels like it's largely, oh, chat, 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 chat. Sure. Because and they're looking to pick that
1: up. one thing apart. And I think it's yeah. kind of interesting. Um, I want to revert back this because this, I'm a terrible, terrible host. Uh, I can go back to this game real quick and just talk about just Trended in general. Watford, we talked about it the other night after Hart dropped 44, Like, just kind of a side note of giving Trendon Watford his flowers. But, like, Trendon Watford has been a good player. He's he's grabbing and going on rebounds. Mm-hmm. There was one tonight where Ellaby uh, was the one side, I think it was Brandon Williams was on the other side of him, and he grabbed the rebound. And everybody, it wasn't a real fast break or anything like that, but he just brought the ball up the court. And both guards were sitting there looking at him like, hey, dog, and he's like, I got this. I'm getting this in. I'm getting this into, into our offense, and I was like,
0: "We're driven by the search for better." But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: What the hell happened to you? Like 3 months ago like you were still, you know, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Like he turned into a vet overnight. And I guess that's kind of like the inherent gain that you get from this stuff is that he's seeing stuff that he would not see regularly in his development process because he is just straight up being thrown to the wolves, but he's not he's not getting tore up. He's fighting back. And he's running the offense. He's, you know, getting them in situations where it's a, there's some read and react off of these plays where he's you know in a DHO pulling the ball back throwing it cross court to a shooter well it's where a shooter will be next year, um th- those kind of situations where he's he's playing incredibly well and then he's showing a little bit of athletic I don't, I don't want to call it burst because it's not burst but he had the putback dunk tonight he had the block and like he shows you these little things where he's not quite the most gra- he's not Zach Randolph and you start wondering like. Is he more than, like, a tenth guy? Like, is he working his way up, like, ninth? Like, maybe eighth? Like, is he... I I tweeted it tonight, and I don't know if I was serious or not, dude, but... They're not the same player, but I get very much Brandon Clark vibes from him. A, A very good role player who just is in the right spot at the right time who just gets stuff done. Like, I... Am I am I crazy, or are you seeing more and more from Watford that maybe we didn't even see there just a couple weeks ago?
2: Well, I, I don't know if you're crazy i I think it's I think it's fairly obvious the development and the growth he has shown from day one getting playing time to right now. Uh, it's it it's pretty big, man. It's a big step that he's taken. It's not just a guy anymore that's out there like oh, Trent Watford, cute little story of a two way guy. Mm-hmm. It's now like Trendon Wofford, one of your leaders on this team in a in the midst of a tank. What it means, I, this is always my biggest, my like anti what you're saying angle. I think Trendon is definitely a dude that should be getting rotational minutes next year. How many? I don't know. But it's hard for me to put a lot of stock into a Danny because this team is that bad. Yes. And how much of this is just a dude being told like, hey, you got the green light. The green is the green hesitate. lights. What happens when you y- next year, you're going to play with so many other better players. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's hard for me to really gauge how to evaluate him in terms of what you're talking about next year, because this team is so bad and because he's getting so much love that yes, he's running away with his opportunity, but does that really carry over? I, I think that remains to be seen. I think we have to kind of go that route.
1: You look at his box score tonight 22 points, nine rebounds, two assists, four blocks. And that's the thing that stood out for me more than anything. It's like, I know he can pass, I know he can dribble, I know he can rebound relatively well, but he's shown the, the ability and the capacity to be a bit of a rim deterrent, which is kind of surprising because he's not a vertical athlete. Like, he got that putback bunk tonight, and it was like, whoa, that's the most like athleticism burst wise I've seen from you, probably so far this year. And he just, just little things that just, okay, okay. I can, I can see you being like an actual viable player. And it's just, it's fun in a season like this where you look at the process Sixers or you look at the, the, the Thunder over the last couple of years and like, those dudes aren't going to be in the league. Like, there's, there's a bunch of guys you're like, nah, they're not even going to get a next contract. Whereas a guy like Watford, much like Lou Dort, um, is in the same kind of vein of like, you may have found a little something. No, I don't think he's going to be as good as Dort, but like you, you may have found something on a two-way deal as you converted to a real deal, and it's it's pretty impressive when you take a look at everything. Uh, I want to say this real quick. I want to pull the live stats because Cat is going bonkers. He is 56 and 14 through three quarters. Uh, I don't think yep. he's gotten a shot up here in the fourth quarter, but uh, yeah, he <laughs> is. Um, he is absolutely. That man should be going for 70 he, tonight. Like I don't know. I mean, they're up 14 right now. He, I don't. He's still on the floor.
2: So don't you gotta let him go? Like this is my thing. CJ had this game and Stotts effing. Oh, the, fifth, the, the fifty, the fifty-point,
1: twenty, twenty-nine-minute game.
2: Yeah. If CJ would, if Stotts would have said
1: seventy-five was on the, was on the docket there that night,
2: bro, it absolutely was the way yeah. he was shooting the basketball. Like, and I wanted to see that. Like, to watch somebody this, he could have been the second highest, or no, he could have, he wouldn't have come close to Kobe, but. He would have been right there for three I mean, all-time four points of the game.
1: He could have challenged what what Kobe gave Jalen.
2: He would have needed a lot of touches and a lot of looks. And he was incredibly hot that night. I remember that. I game remember, was wasn't Kado. didn't he
1: shoot like 79% too? Like, it, <laughs> yeah. like he was one of the most efficient 50 point games ever. And he did it he without really getting the line.
2: He couldn't miss. Yeah.
1: And I, I listen, I, in a game like that, I have no problem with somebody being force fed.
2: Well, I think the problem in the debate was they were up 25 oh, or they, 30. they
1: were ghosting them.
2: Housing the Bulls. Yeah. It was uh,
1: it was a weird, weird game. Uh, DSJS is trending better than Zach ever was.
2: Zach Randolph?
1: No, Collins.
2: Uh, That's I, what I, I'm going I, with. I can't.
1: I don't want to do that because it feels like I'm, like, punching down on Zach just because of the injuries and stuff. But also, Zach, like,
2: well, Zach, Zach never had an opportunity to do this. He yeah, never got and to be healthy and if, with a tanking team in yeah.
1: higher leverage situations. Zach had some bigger moments.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, so, like, Denver I mean, the, the
1: Denver series, like, and again, it's it's apples and orange, eh, not apples and oranges. But I don't think it's necessarily fair to compare the two just yet. But I, I think Trendon is projecting really well. I would say that Trendon is certainly projecting better than Zach did his first year. Which is less less an indictment of Zach and more a uh, uh, a praise of 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 Trendan in this in this vein. I think Cause I think Trendon has been legitimately good, which I, yeah is kind of weird.
2: Again, my pushback is just that like Trennan's in a situation where he's allowed to get these minutes, he's allowed to get these touches, this look. Whereas Zach
1: and Ant really in that time and Gary really in that that they those all periods, came into good teams. They yeah, all came and in they the could, playoff teams. They could not sit there and try and like work things out.
2: Yes, we're trending.
1: Listen, baby, you work it out, work it out all you want.
2: Well, that's why, like, I'm not saying Chauncey's not going to be good, but like to go back to the Stotts thing, not that we need to rehash too much. If Stotts is literally in the same situation, Trendon is playing these minutes. Yeah, this isn't a Chauncey's play. He has no choice. Like it's it's, it's
1: institutional.
2: (laughs) It's absolutely institutional. And so I don't think it's fair to Zach to say he's better. He's leaving me hopeful. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to look for something in a in a in a really crappy into a bad season, you're looking for the positives, right? I'm always looking for the optimism. In a dark, dark world, give me the light. And Trenton Wofford, I don't know what he's going to mean for them next year, but I think it's going to be so drastically different that the first game he plays, if he doesn't do what he's been doing, we might go, whoa, Trenton, take a step back. No, I think it's just a it's a matter of a different role. It's a yeah. different role and a different opportunity. I will say
1: this about Trenin: um, it looks like he's he's thinned out, like he looks leaner, bigger, stronger. He's in like, good game shape. Like he when he got here, he looked like a, a college kid. Like he he looks like a, a dude now. Yeah. Like he, he you know not to be like you know body shaming or anything like that, but right, like right. He right. he's got the his his jaw tightened up. His arms got a little yeah. bigger. Like. He went through the Anthony Simons growth period of this last summer, like in mid mid season. Like he, right. I think he got around an NBA trainer an NBA facility, and being around an NBA team that has a, a reputation for working, and saw what it takes. And I think he's putting it upon himself. And I think that has translated onto the court for him. I think yeah. that's that's something where if you want to point something out for for a guy for growth, like off the floor, that honestly you don't see as often as you probably should in the NBA. Because some guys, it's just, it's a check, it's a job, and that's that's okay. Some guys take it a little bit more seriously. And I think from the outside looking in, as far as, like, just observation, it looks like Trendon gives a shit. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a cool thing to see in a, in a season like this, where it's not a lost season, but like, you're just trying to find, like, good things to pull out. like Right, right. You, you, you don't want your entire garden to go sideways, right? Like, I'm going I'm to do garden analogies, because I'm really good with gardens. Did you know that?
2: I have no, you're I, such not. a nerd. I'm I, not. I'm not. Okay. I killed okay. everything. Oh, Okay, well, I mean, you also live in the middle of nowhere, so I wouldn't put it back. I'm tr- I'm you, trying. I'm tr- like You are trying to be a green thumb? L-
1: I, I mean, that's the plan this summer, is like to, okay. to like redo like my wife and I went, went down to a, a big garden store out here in the backwoods and got uh some some tree. We called it our love plant. She's like, "I can't ever let it die. It's it's dying."
2: It's dying. It's yeah, dying. that's they always say that. Yeah,
1: it's just like, I don't know what to do. I've given it nutrients. I've put it in the sun. And it's like, well, why did you link our love to this? Why? The
2: minute, the minute you buy a donkey and you start tilling your land, then you start sending videos. Cause that's the minute I know you've turned into a green thumb.
1: Oh no, um, I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna start my own like uh farm 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 to table. Uh, yeah, restaurant. daddy,
2: daddy, where's your garbage? Uh we compost out here. Um, it's right in the back. Composting bin. Make sure you spit it after you dump it okay
1: remember we we use that compost over there for the fresh vegetables dude
2: let me just say composting very necessary but as a non-garden person mm-hmm. i had a buddy whose parents were big hippies and we lived in northeast portland but they mm-hmm. were huge hippies they were composting and i went to their uh, house for dinner one night and i'm like emptying my plate trying to be respectful and his mom like kind of starts going at me he's like brandon brandon that's trash that's compost. So I'm like on a plate, like sorting out my leftovers and my trash. And I'm like, great. I'm taking a plate to their backyard and I'm dumping it in a big old bin. And she's telling me to turn it. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm too city for this. I'm not yeah. made for this. You hundred percent,
1: a hundred percent. I I I would say running a basketball team is easier than running a a composting empire. I think
2: at this point. I bet I bet you I would be bad at both, but like I bet you I would be better at the better basketball basketball side of things than I would the composting.
1: Much like a garden, your young seeds grow, and that's my transition back to the uh, NCAA tournament. Uh, For those that are wondering, uh, we do have a Jack Ramsey's bracket pool. Uh, The there is a post up on Twitter. I will relink it again. Actually, here. Uh, I'm not screwing. I'm not going to do it right now because I have to dig through too
2: much. You can go find I said it on the live watch party. You guys can go find it at Danny Morang. It's on his timeline yeah. just a few tweets back. You can see the link to it. I didn't tweet every...
1: that much tonight.
2: The lowest no, volume
1: lo- lowest volume tweet game of the year, easily. <laughs> Hands down. But uh, we will have the bracket tournament. I've got some prizes. I've got some stuff over here. I've been, I'm still sorting through. I've got a ton of Blazers gear. I'm just like, just autograph stuff and posters. and uh, uh, Remember the, uh, the game day posters?
2: Oh yeah, I remember the game I have got. Posters. I've got
1: like thirty of those things, and they're all mint. Um, they gave me Dude, a some
2: nights were really sick, super
1: dope. Yeah, um, I'm keeping a yeah. couple. <laughs> but yeah, I've got a bunch oh, of those. oh yeah to for
2: sure. You got, I've got to. a bunch of
1: those to give away. Um, I've, I've 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 got so many boxes of swag stuff. So um, I don't want to give it away any tickets because do any of you want to go to these games? Like I could I could, I could pull those favors, but I don't I don't think anybody's really. Listen, if you're really, if you, if you end up free winning tickets, the bracket Danny, or free tickets, yeah, if you end up winning the bracket and you want tickets, let me know, I will, I will hook you up with some tickets, Um, I will, I will make a phone, phone call or two, that's not hard for me to do, Um, everybody sitting here saying, sit Josh Hart, I, I just don't think they're going to do it,
2: I don't think they're going to either, yeah. but like, realistically, if the goal is to lose games and probably needs to happen, you need to be doing that. Might
1: might be time for Blev God, Uh, I think (laughs) think we've reached that stage, Um, but NCA tournament stuff in general, uh, we'll have the tournament bracket. The watch parties will be up. I think we have the TV schedule is out now. I think it just came out.
2: Ooh, I I'd have I, to go back and look. I, I know I, the dates are out. I don't know what yeah, the
1: T.D. is. Yeah, I thought they had the T.D. schedule. Um, Eduardo just donated four ninety nine towards the summer garden. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll put a fresh green uh, tomato in a box for you. Hopefully it makes to you <laughs> and doesn't die. Uh, uh, but uh, we will have the watch parties going. I will be in and out uh, for, you know, the day. Uh, Oh yeah. Same, same. So, but we'll just kind of have it open. Uh, I, once I have the actual, uh, schedule in my hands, I'm going to sit down and mark out like how we want to do it. And then I will get with the guys that watch playback and we will be able to switch games like easily, um, transition from one to another. And, uh, they told me that, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll take care of us. So it will be a nice way to like watch this game and watch that game and, uh, I think we'll care a little bit less about the win loss and more focused on the players. So if you're looking to like, and just enjoy the tournament and the insanity of March madness, you may want to have a second screen because a lot of what I'm going to be doing here is not necessarily focusing on the tournament, but more, Hey, what does this player look like in this, in this situation? Or, Hey, let me get a look at this guy in this situation. That's, that's kind of more what I'm going for.
2: Well, some teams will fall for the, uh, They'll fall in the trap of a hey, X player got team to this point, yeah. That that deserves some kudos. Most people will probably tell you when they watch college games, it's not necessarily about the wins and losses, it's kind of about like you got that attitude, you got that fire. How did you do in that game? Like, because college is
1: like Keegan Murray's stock is skyrocketing right now because of the big sure. 10
2: tournament, no, no doubt. And and he deserves to have his stock rise. But I'm just saying, like, if Jabari Smith is knocked out in round two. That's not going to deter me from going. Oh, I'm about Jabari couldn't yeah. beat Miami in round two. I'm just going to go. Well, Auburn was inconsistent. Yeah, and their guard play was awful. <laughs> I say I can tell you how this is going to go already.
1: Guard play wasn't good. That's what
2: happened. I got uh, Miami beating them in the second round, man. Okay, well, I do. Well, I, well, I have Miami in my lead eight.
1: All right. Well, oof.
2: Miami oh. won some big games. They this did. year. They just lost a lot of dumb games. Yeah,
1: no, that's Miami in a nutshell. That's yeah. that's, that's Miami in, in general. Not even the basketball, like. Yeah, awesome, but can be really dumb. Mm-hmm. That's Florida for you. And on that note, we'll get out of here. Thank you all so, so very much. We appreciate you. We love you. Thank you. Uh, like, rate, review, subscribe. Help us grow the show. Help us get to three thousand. We are just about there, ladies and gentlemen. Come on. And if you want to join in, in the watch party, go ahead and become a member, and uh, that'll get you in. I will post the links up in the community members page, and just like I do for the game day watch parties, uh, just a heads up. Remember, we have a game every other night, or a back to back twice. Other that, other than that, it's a every other night situation for the rest of the season, the final game of the season, April 10th, against the Utah Jazz. So it is going to be fast and furious, uh, tank-fest. <laughs> so if you want to get get involved, that's the way to do it. And then we will start really shifting for uh, guests for the draft. Uh, we do have a big guest coming up here on the 18th, Friday? Friday night. Mm-hmm. Friday night. Uh, that'll be for our members only. Uh, I, I will, once it goes for a day or two, I will revert it from a members only to a regular watch i think the next week for anybody else who wants to kind of catch up on that kind of thing or we'll just keep it for members only we'll we'll kind of figure it out we'll spice it up mm, a little bit
2: this guy is familiar with the members only podcast situation
1: mm,
2: very interesting
1: but uh, other than that guys uh thank you all so very much we appreciate you we love you go have a wonderful wonderful monday evening uh go try and get that little uh, little nap in there i know some people are still struggling with the uh daylight savings nonsense so uh, other than that, like, rate, you subscribe, find us wherever you get podcasts, at Jack Rangers, at Danny Moring, at Brandon Sprague, talk to you all
4: soon. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network.